Welcome back to Wings on Wings. I'm Doug. And that's Doug's radio voice. I'm DJ. This is Michelle. I'm Brett. Hello, Brett. Hello, Doug. No, that's me pretending to be Phil Hartman from News Radio. Radio. Mm. R.I.P. Phil Hartman. And uh, we just watched season four, episode nine of Wings. It may have happened one night from December 3rd, 1992. On a quick side note, I'm upset we didn't get a Halloween uh, or a spooky episode for Halloween. Because we're yeah. already well past that for 1992. Yes, this is December 3rd yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, it's a bummer. Anyway. Yeah. I love Halloween uh, episodes and, yeah. and we will be eating Godzilla Force of Nature Ghost Pepper Hot Sauce. Powerful and sublime. Officially sponsored by Toho Company. Distributed by Get Your Geek On of Ancaster, Canada. And manufactured by Blazing Flute Foods, Charlotte, North Carolina. Let's talk about this episode where Joe may or may not have gotten laid. Michelle? Why me? Uh, because this episode's about the bitches, and I didn't understand. This episode the, <laughs> is about the bitches. By the look on your face during the episode, I know you have a lot to talk about. Well, because I was nervous that he was going to sleep with her and while well, she was drunk. And now that I want to spoil everything, but spoiler alert, he didn't. So, yeah, now I'm almost like mad. Some sort of morals. He did the right thing. He did. He was a good guy, Joe. But he still liked like a dick about it. Yeah. He really did. Yeah, so Alex, played by the late uh, Farrah Fork, mm-hmm. is sad because her ex-boyfriend got engaged, and so she takes a bottle of whiskey and goes into Joe's office, and they drink. And then she's like, let's go back to my place. And he takes her back to her place. And then Antonio drives past. Now, was it weird to anyone else that, like, everybody knows where she lives? Yeah. Wasn't that weird? Well, I also... Yeah, that's true. Nantucket is super small. So I figure it's the small tent mentality of everyone is up in everyone else's goddamn business because nobody has anything better to do. Well, maybe only Antonio knew where she was. Maybe he, like, drove her there once or twice. Faye said that she rents a room from one of her friends. And then, I, thought, I thought Faye just said that one of her friends lives in the same building. She rents a room from the from her in the building, and then Brian oh. describes the house and the car in front of them. Oh, the arthritic oh. seventy year old. And he said Brian man. says the road the house is on. Even oh, well, there goes that theory. <laughs> oh, which episode fucking sucked? <laughs> it wasn't good. Oh, see, I like this episode better than the last one. I'm all in on the the Alex Joe romance here. Did I rate the last episode? Yeah. Um. He gave it a two point two five, I think. Oh, okay. You're there or two. Um, you're all in on the Joe Alex romance. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I want to see them get together because I like her more than Helen. Well, do, you, do you like her '90s shoulder pads? I actually know a little bit about what's going to happen because mm-hmm. I read about it. Uh, when Farrah Fork died, and so I won't spoil it for you. Um, oh no, that means she dates Brian. Um, I have no poker face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, who would definitely not be a gentleman. No, he would have slept with her. So, 100%. Oh yeah, um, uh, and Brett, Brett, you mentioned the shoulder pads. Uh, when she comes into Joe's office, and there's some stuff that happens before this with a cricket that we'll get to, but, no. um, 
Good to have a B plot. Yeah, but when she comes in and she's wearing like the, the, the mom jeans with the cowboy boots and that white shirt, it's a very unflattering white shirt. Uh, fucking shoulder pads. Right. But yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of Alex because uh much like she proved in this episode, Helen's a piece of crap. So, Wait, why what did Helen do in this episode? She tried to get information out of her by pretending to be her friend. Yeah. Well Yeah. I guess that's true. Um This is not as hot as I thought it would be. No, no it's not that hot. I no. added more sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the second time that's happened. I think people too. just use ghost pepper as a marketing ploy now and don't actually it's like because this one, even you look at the back, it's like eight ingredients down. Oh wow! So like, there's some heat. Like I'm, I got there's more heat than like last week's sauce. Definitely, yeah. But like, I think they just use it as a marketing play because they know people want to buy it. Yeah. It is tasty though. I'll give it that. I'm enjoying this tasty. so far. I like it. Yeah, it's got bits of garlic in it. Mm-hmm. That's a good time for it all. Does. Garlic it up. So, oh, uh, should we the B plot? The yes. B plot I liked. The cricket in yep. Roy's office. Yes. So it's my favorite Don Knotts movie. What? Mm. For a second, I actually I was like, "Really?" It sounded like the name of it sounded very close to the to a, a sequel to the Ghost and Mister Chicken, the Cricket in Roy's office. Um. So, as Sorry. you gathered from the Cricket in Roy's office, there's a Cricket in Roy's office that's driving, that's driving him nuts. So Lowell's on the job, of course, and he says, "Give me 24 hours to get the Cricket out of there." And of course, because Lowell's involved, hijinks ensue. At one point, he pulls everything out of the office, so everyone's looking around at Roy's stuff, which includes a unfinished novel called Romance at 30,000 Feet, formerly known as Occupado. Yes. And which is a reference to fucking in an airplane bathroom. Sure is. That's Okay, I, th- I thought that was a sex reference. Yep. And of course... Because that's what the thing would say when you flip the door. <laughs> there, there was, and let's not forget the signed uh, framed picture of Richard Milhouse Nixon. Uh, yes. Yes. And I really wanted to see the picture of the woman in the G-string riding a unicycle. Because I've never seen that before. Google. <laughs> well, I, right. I, think about, I don't think about unicycles that often. Um, so I, I wanted to bring this up. and Last week we didn't put him in our in, in the uh, Wings on Wings, the next generation casting call. Uh, but uh, Redshirt uh, on Twitter, longtime fan of the show, uh, mentioned la- last week while listening that well, two weeks as you listen to this, that we, he was excited for us to, to see Lowell's evolution as a character. Yes. And we're getting a lot of Lowell. Yeah, I don't know he, if he's, he's evolving, been, he's been, but he's doing more, more things. Prominent. And he's not quite like a, as much of a dullard as he was, so much so as he just, like, things just fall apart around him. You know, like, I think Lowell of, like, two seasons ago, was it this episode or the last one where he's reading that list for Roy? That was last episode, right? Last episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think that lull of two seasons ago, like the first season lull, wouldn't have been like, I don't know how to read. Mm-hmm. But now this one he just makes a joke about, you know. So, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So he ends up fumigating Roy's office, pulling all the stuff out of it. And eventually he gets the cricket. He mixes a lot of chemicals. He does. And he... Started uh, with a shuffle, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> passes out. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Where's a gas mask? Mm-hmm. Gas masks really? are fucking sweet. That's true. I remember your gas mask. You still have that? Which one? I got like the gray yeah. one. Uh, no, unfortunately, the dry rod at the rubber died. <sighs> I went to go put it on one day, and it just split completely up the back, and I was like, "Shit!" That's but awesome. it's Russian Army surplus. What are you gonna do? Oh, okay. Or no, East German Army. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Good to know. Thanks, Doug. How do you know? Hey. Um, right. 
So, so yeah, it seemed, I guess, like, was, was, I guess the Alex and Joe stuff is the A plot, right? Even though yeah. it feels like there was more lol stuff than, than not in this episode. Yeah, we had the A, B plot and the B, A plot, right. I guess. So they're all trying to figure it out. They're all gossiping as you do. Um, and, uh. Wait, Antonio, trying to figure out if they slept together. Right, well, Joe tells Alex the story about her, about his ex-wife, and how she left him at the altar for his brother, and yeah. she's like, please tell me you have another brother, and he's like, nope. Sure don't. So I'm so glad they revisited that. Antonio? I was just, I'm, Antonio hit some really nice deadpans this episode. Yeah. It was he given, did, he was very deadpan. Gave Faye a little bit of run for some money. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Oh, the cold, we forgot about the cold open. Did. I did. What's the cold open? <laughs> Which was? Um, uh, Joe and Brian are sitting in the office. Joe's doing paperwork. Brian's fucking off. Faye walks in and says, oh, let me read you this lovely letter we received. Right. And she proceeds to read the letter and it criticized everything about Sandpiper Air from their crappy service, making the trip a disaster, yeah. their asshole pilot. But the letter then says the one shining point was your desk attendant, who was a very kind, courteous, and polite woman. Yes. And, and she says, like, no, uh, it's a shame more people don't write these days. Yeah. It was a nice, it was a throwback to when they would do that, like, yeah. a season and a half, two seasons ago. Right. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of, like, water cooler talk about Joe and Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, the, the union of cabbies get together for Antonio and give him all the details. Yeah. And he wishes he had a life. I don't recall that part. Yeah, where he reads the thing, he's like, I got all my cabbie buddies to pinpoint the exact time that Joe was at her apartment. Yeah, he built a timeline. With yeah. the, the footprints full of water. I missed that part. Oh, somehow. they know exactly the time he left because he there was fresh fr- fr- footprints on the lawn. Between two and four. And they were yeah. full, with, full of water. And it revealed at the end that Joe was, in fact, a, uh, a good guy after all. Um, well, an okay guy. I mean, he didn't. You took a lot. Of, you're, you're not. Dis- you're, you were very displeased during watching this episode, and you're not discussing it. And I don't know how to pry it out of you. Well, I wasn't displeased. I, I was displeased when I thought that they would have slept together because okay. she was very drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, I realized that they didn't sleep together because Joe wouldn't be making such a big deal about not telling people. Right. If they did think, sleep together. Yeah. Even more than that, I think we would see Joe nervous about his performance because he's that sort of a kooky guy. Yeah. So, I can see that. Yeah. All right. Good episode. <laughs> Then they're giving us, once again, they're not giving us a ton to work with here. No. Uh, she kisses, she kisses Joe. Alex kisses Joe because she, she, they just say talks and he's very gentlemanly. He tricks her when she's, when he's like, I know I'm the only one who knows what happened because she doesn't remember the night. And he's like, well, this is, how about the thing on your mantelpiece? He's like, oh, so you look, th- look past me yeah. at the door. Oh, well, how about this and your whatever? Oh, well, you just saw this. And your oh, what about, on your bed. Right. Uh, I thought he said scented pillows, and it's like, what the fuck is a scented pillow? No. But, um, and then it's revealed that he just, they talked, and he, he she fell asleep, passed out, so he carried her up to bed, and he left, and whatever. Um, but, and then she says, did I give you a goodnight kiss? And he says no, and then she lays one on him. There's a little bit of a lingering heat on this This sauce. is, it's, it is, this has a, a very good heat on it. It builds. It I builds like well. the heat on this sauce yeah. a lot. I like the flavor. Uh, it just... 
misadvertised with the ghost pepper. So I think my favorite character in this episode was the cricket. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because I think the cricket was the most interesting part of the episode. Okay. So Lowell catches the cricket finally, and they open the box to show Roy, and it jumps out, goes back in the office that's already been put back together, and Lowell says, oh, you don't usually see that kind of jumping power on a pregnant female. Yeah. Which means that there's going to be crickets forever. And also, true. at a certain point when he opened up the, the matchbox that the cricket was in, yeah. Roy asks him, why haven't you killed it yet? And Lowell says something a little creepy. Yes, he, he says, well, I can't experiment on a dead cricket. Oh. Weird. So, yeah. what the fuck was he up to? Right. I don't know. I think he's gonna... And then we learn that it's pregnant, too. Um, I don't know. So, uh, it... um, <laughs> oh, so I was gonna say about a cricket. Uh, I, I, we have a cricket that lives under our bedroom window, usually. Yes. And that annoys the shit out of me. So I, I get I get uh Roy's pain. I, I, I the the cricket is the catalyst for me wearing earplugs to sleep that now I need permanently. Yeah. So. You're like you're like um like I'm like the, the princess in the pea where I can't like if there's like even like a small like crumb, a piece of fuzz on the bed, I can't sleep. Yeah. I have to get up and like brush it off out but other than that i could sleep through like uh, anything a war. It could be the loud yeah i could sleep through a war i could sleep it could be like bright out there could be stadium lighting pointing directly at our bedroom i would be fine <laughs> dj on the other hand if there's like a little like a mouse it wasn't squeak, always that way though he can't sleep it wasn't there's like that noise way. within a three mile it radius. Was, no, it wasn't. Once I'm asleep, I don't hear anything. That's but, true like, because sometimes I right. have gotten up and like right. screamed. Right, but getting to sleep has been a thing that has been an issue, and that cricket is the fucking start of it. Why I would have screamed, but I've gotten up yelling. I was mostly, what the fuck happened? What you don't remember? Ghost cat. Well, there was one time where uh, no, there was one time where we were sleeping. And DJ, it doesn't happen very often, but occasionally he'll do weird things in his sleep. Like a long time ago, we were sleeping and he woke up and he turned on the lamp and I was like, what are you doing? And he said, shut up, I'm doing math. And I was like, okay. And there was another time that he pulled the pillow out from under my head and threw it across the room inexplicably. But more recently... Uh, there was a night where I was sleeping and for whatever reason he reached over and I don't know if he was trying to grab my pillow, but he pulled a clump of my hair out and I was like, I was screaming at him and I was punching him. I was like literally just sitting there like punching him, trying to get him to stop because he was asleep. He didn't know what he was doing. So I'm screaming, slept right through it. Holy fuck. Or did I? Pulled a clump of my hair out. Yeah. No, not, re- I have no recollection of any of these. I only know these stories because they've been told to me repeatedly. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever have night terrors? No. Or sleep paralysis? No. Really? Mm-mm. What about you, Michelle? Um. No, I have. I have a like 
most of my dreaming is nightmares, but I've never had like night terrors or anything. Weird. What about no? Really? I've never had them. Wow. I just can't fucking sleep. Well, I know yeah. you're you're an insomniac. <laughs> yeah, but no, I never had night terrors or anything. I've had like very loose, vivid fucking nightmares, but nothing like not like. I'm wide awake and I feel that I can't move or anything like that. I haven't had an, even a nightmare that I ha- that that has like woken me up in years. Uh, I'm I, I always attribute it to my uh, constant diet of horror movies. That whenever I have any sort of nightmare or spooky dream, I just sort of live and survive in it, and it doesn't wake me up or scare me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Night terrors. Um. Well, I have a nightmare that wakes me up usually like once a week. Yeah, um, I have a lot of nightmares that wake nightmare? me up, but... No, different things. Oh, okay. I usually play on some of my fears in this world, but... Um, I had... Uh, I'll never forget this one. I'll tell this tale, because we don't have much else to talk about on this fucking episode. Yeah, we covered the whole episode. Yeah. So, I had sleep paralysis happen to me once. Okay. It was... This was... I want to say it was, like, winter of, like, 97 going into 98. I was a senior in high school. I was living in an apartment not too far from my high school with my father, and it was above the antique shop. Yes, it was above the antique shop. And I remember laying there, and at one point, like I was, you know how like you're on the edge of sleep and you're about to doze off. All of a sudden, like I woke up, and I felt like I was being weighed down with like hundreds of pounds. Like I could not lift my arms or move my body with all my strength. Which is even weirder because I sleep face down when I get like turned to the side, so I don't suffocate. So it was a real fucking weird position. And I laid like that for. I don't even know how long. It was probably nothing more than like a minute or two tops. And then all of a sudden, I heard the most, like, the worst scream you can imagine. Like, a scream like someone being fucking murdered. To the point, and like, all of a sudden, it just went away. Like, I popped up. Like, I jumped up, like, wide the fuck awake. I, like, ran out into the hallway. I, I like, all of a sudden, my father woke up and he said, like, he looks at me like, what are you doing? It was like, didn't you hear that screaming? And he looked at me and he's like, no, go to bed. Go back to bed. It's like two in the morning. So, like, I went, like, out into the hallway of the apartment building. I was, like, looking around. I, like, went outside and, like, kind of, like, peeked down on the street, but I didn't go too far out because it was fucking cold. And, yeah, I was, like, after a while, like, I finally, like, calmed back down and went back to bed. But, yeah, that one and only time never happened to me. It fucking freaking, you know, obviously 20, 24 years later, yeah. I still fucking remember that. So. It was a ghost in the antique shop. <laughs> Which definitely was a Don Knotts movie. I'm sure it was. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I, I mean, I have, like, the thing where you're falling asleep and, like, you're kind of half dreamy and like you feel like you fall off a building and your body fucking jerks. And yeah, like, right. Like when you hit the ground. I did have the one dream where I got shot in the chest and I woke up and my chest was like beat fucking red and it hurt. So that was kind of weird. Whoa. But yeah, nothing like other than that. I'm sorry I snuck in your house and chopped you when you were asleep. Why didn't you stay? I didn't want it to bother you anymore. Oh. <laughs> I would have made pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll chop you, you make pancakes. Ah, that's a good deal for you, brother. Alright, I'm not gonna argue. Anyway. Well, and then they had Ghost Cat. <laughs> sure, I had Ghost Cat. Yeah. Tell me more about Ghost Cat. I- I'm not gonna tell there you because I'm, a- I'm gonna submit that to uh too many spirits on right. Watcher, I'm so cool I'm not gonna that. I'm not gonna give that up on air. Alright. Yeah. Give away our content. Yeah. We're starving for content. We're not. <laughs> um <laughs> How dare you? We're really not. Uh Alright, well, that was uh that was. I guess in, that was the episode, right? That was. That was me. the episode. This is that two. Was wings, and it was wings. Uh, <laughs> interestingly, lackluster episodes in a row. Yeah, uh, not giving us a lot is, to work with. Yeah, which is so uh, rare for wings. Normally, we're such big fans. <laughs> right. Normally, we at least hate one. 
Well, we went on a hot streak for a few weeks where we were having. We, yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still, I didn't dislike these episodes. I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll jump off with rating this one. Uh, I didn't uh, dislike this episode. Uh, I'm going to go 2.75 uh, because I do want to watch. I, I am interested in the in the, the in Alex uh, and what she's going to do. I like Alex, uh, and uh, I'm glad. I'm pr- I'm happy to have a uh, female presence on the show that I don't actively loathe when she appears. Faye. Oh yeah, Faye. Faye's hilarious. Yeah. And a woman. And a woman. She is. Yes. She's a female person. She's a female person. Yes. Female human. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just you just exposed the man on me because I was clearly talking about between the two women I'm attracted to. I apologize. Oh, yeah. heavens to Betsy. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Who's going next? You're up, Doug. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm with Dooch. I'm going to go 2.75. I'll break this episode down, I'd say. Uh, yeah, the, 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 Lowell and the Cricket did all the heavy lifting this uh, this round. About. Yeah. That the cricket was, word worked hard. Yeah, the, cri- the cricket earned its, it its working shoes on today, brother. Uh, that's the best way I can go with it. <laughs> so 2.7. Don't ask. I don't want to know. God bless your heart. Uh, <laughs> Which is covered in meat. Meat heart? Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll go, I don't know, a 2.25. Maybe I didn't hate it as much as I thought it was during the episode. So, I don't know, nothing was funny during it. The woke stuff kind of now grows on me, but everything else I was just like, "Oh, cool, you're holding it over a woman's head if you slept with her or not." That's yeah. weird. That was yeah. shitty. <laughs> like, and when she may have been when she was hammered, like <laughs> I'd be like, "No, no, no, we totally didn't." Like immediately, not just like, <laughs> "I'm cool guy Joe, and I might have fucked you when you were drunk." Who knows though? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> holy shit! Like oh. I'd be like, "Man, that's a dick move, brother." Like it is a dick move. Uh, it would have been worse if he was acting that way. To other people, the people in the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but he, he kind of was, like, yeah. Because yeah. to Brian, he's like, "I slept with her," and he's like, "You're a liar." Okay, I didn't sleep with her. You're a liar. All right, I slept well, with her. Like, of course, he's going to torture dude. Brian, because, right? Yeah, because yeah. Brian was being like a dick too. Right, but he could have immediately said nothing happened. And he's like, "Hey, man, no, yeah, that's we all. just, you know, like, she was upset and we talked. Yeah, that's it. And then it would have been even a more boring episode than it was." Right, eh. but at least that they would have been uh, re- redeeming yeah. humans. I wouldn't be like, oh, cool, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to stop. 2.25, whatever. Keep moving. <clears throat> I'm going to give this a 2.25, or 2.25 also, so that our uh, overall comes out average. Right, I don't want it to get it better than 2.5. I was going to say, we're giving King Cannon a week off here. Average. <laughs> All right, so Godzilla, everybody. Go, go, Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla Force of Nature, Ghost Pepper Sauce. Uh, again, we talked about it earlier. I think they use Ghost Pepper more as a marketing tool than anything else, sadly. Uh, I love the packaging. Uh, once we work through this bottle, I'll probably, I might keep it. I like the label. I like the art. I'm a big Godzilla fan. Uh, and uh, you got King Ghidorah on here, too. There's Rodan. Like, this pretty cool little bottle. I that means. That's fine. Kinky Dora. Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> um, but, uh... Yeah, it's got a good amount of heat. It's got a deceptive heat to it. I think if you were to eat a full dozen with something on here, uh, it might end up whooping your ass. Uh, and uh, But again, uh, ghost pepper, a little deceptive. I like the chunks of garlic. It's got a bit of like a smoky taste to it. Uh, but uh, I, I do like it. Uh, and uh, I'm going to give it a uh, 3.5.
Uh, going to you, Doug. All right. Perfectly respectable sauce score. So, as mediocre as the episode's been, the hot sauces have been good. We're on yes. a we're on a we're on a good two shot run here. Let's hope it continues on. And judging by some of the stuff I see over on the counter, no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple over there that I know are going to get. I'm, I already know at least one of those is going to get a very high rating from me. Yeah, but more on that another time. So for this one, for Godzilla Force of Nature, Ghost Pepper Hot Sauce. Okay, thickness is there. It's a little bit watery, but it does, it coats well. It feels like there's that little something extra in there that makes it work. I don't know what it is. So really enjoy this. Like the flavor. I love the smokiness. I love anything. Any of the sauces that got that smoky shit going on. Chipotle the hell out of me. I love it. So for this one, I'm going to go 3.75. So I really enjoyed this. Brett, to you, my man. <coughs> Thank you, Doug. Uh, yeah, this is really good. I agree about the ghost peppers part as being false marketing. It's deceptive. Maybe there's like a pin, like a, a, a smidge of yeah. ghost pepper. Because uh, I even, I put like a decent amount on and I actually put more on my yeah. way. So that's how you know, hey, mm-hmm. it's not as hot as it is. But anything with garlic in it, I love because I fucking yeah. love garlic. So uh, I'll go 3.5 on this. This was good. Um, probably, yeah, like you said, a dozen would, uh, put, put the smack down on you. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah. That, that's, it's that's, a, that's it's a good. good, like walk into a, walk into a joint, order their hot wings and this is on yeah, there. You'd be, yeah. you'd be happy with this it. This would be second or third tier down yeah. from, uh, yeah. in terms of heat. If you're like, oh, like order like hot garlic or, or red garlic. Yeah. Like, I know that's like a popular mm-hmm. flavor around here. Yeah. That's very good. I like it. It's that. got a good heat to it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Michelle. I agree. 3.5. I liked all the garlic. <laughs> I love garlic. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the sauce. Uh, I think looking back, I think if... Uh, I tend to be a little more conservative in my ratings because I don't want to give the farm to, to everybody. I get that, uh, yeah. So I could probably honestly, like, based on based on where our reviews have been averaging and nobody has, like, sniffed a five... Uh, I could probably go and add like a quarter to a half a point per to everything we've done, like to the ones we've liked and beefed them up. Uh, because while I liked this one, I liked last week's more, but I but I couldn't I couldn't go three point seven five because that's what I gave that one, and they're not equal. Yeah. So in a, in a perfect world, I'd bump that last week's up, Hanks up to a four, this to a three seven five, but. That's shit that happens. This was a good sauce. Well, and it's tough, too, because they're on two different heat levels. Right. If they're Definitely. the same heat right. levels, you know, right. you could balance it out. Absolutely. But, uh, but uh, yeah, that's it. Anybody have anything else to add before Michelle does the plugs? Godzilla fucking rules. Godzilla does fucking rule. Watch more Godzilla movies. There's a shit ton of them on HBO Max right now, yes. I believe. I, I still, I I still haven't seen Godzilla vs. Kong. I haven't seen any of the I've new Godzillas. Fucking, the new God, I've I seen both of them. They're actually pretty good. The old Godzillas. But the Godzilla vs. Kong I heard is actually pretty badass. Yeah. So I need to get around to that. Kong right. Skull Island was good. Yeah. I, like I still that didn't one. watch that either. I watch that. I'm way behind. No. I'm like guy in a rubber suit Godzilla fan. Fair. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing, that's classic. So, but uh, particularly the first one in black and white, which if you haven't seen, uh, isn't as cheesy as the other ones, but is just made from uh, the the... Uh, Japan's fear of a post nuclear weapon war. It is frightening. Oh, yeah. Because it's it, the original, like, Godzilla, Gojira in black and white is a terrifying movie when you realize that just, like, I think less than 10 years before that movie is made, they were, yeah. they had atomic bombs dropped on them. Yep. It's insane. But what, anyway. What are your thoughts on Godzilla 2000? Uh, soundtrack is fun. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
come with me. <laughs> the music video where like Godzilla blows off the whole front of the building and Puffy is standing yeah, there with, with Jimmy Page. Yeah. <laughs> Puffy rapping over cashmere. What's going on? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Michelle plugs. Uh, check us out at Ooh, underscore. Sorry, that, they just make it like a giant iguana. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, go it was, ahead. It was a giant iguana. Yeah, yeah. real dumb. Sorry, go ahead, just Michelle. Like Cloverfield. Yeah. Hey, I liked Cloverfield. Yeah, I did too. Except I didn't like the, uh, the monster. The so you do the plug. I'm gonna get our dog some food. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> the dog is very. She's apparently starving. Eat dog. Um. So check us out at underscore wings on wings on Instagram and Twitter. Uh. Wingsonwings.podbean.com. Also, wingsonwingspodcast at gmail.com. Send us a message uh, through any channel that you'd like. We love to hear from everyone. Um, we can also be found on the soon to be named network at SP- STBN Network, uh, soon to be named network.tumblr.com, soon to be named network.com. <laughs> Correct. Is there another word in there I that I missed? I was listening, but correct. Uh, and uh, check out all the other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. We Need Wrestling is Brett and DJ's other podcast. It certainly is. Uh, also, there's Hit My Music yep. with uh, Dave, who is our unofficial fifth member. Yes. Uh, at Odds with Wrestling. Uh, long box heroes, um, profane arguments. Yeah, you're good. Check them out. Check them out. Uh, I do want to say, even though this will be a few weeks late, but the, this is as as we record this, uh, Dave Kincannon is uh, currently performing in a stage play. So uh, he is. Uh, he'll be listening to this two weeks after. But break a leg, pal. Yeah. I will explain why I saw him with that wig on. Yes. All right. <laughs> How's explaining that picture of you wearing the wig? Do you think, Doug? <laughs> Eat a wing, enjoy a wing. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.